0: The iPhone 15s are just around the corner. We're expecting them to launch the new 15, 15 Plus, Pro, and Pro Max around September 12th or 13th and then launching a couple of weeks later at the end of September. And the rumors are coming in thick and fast but obviously nothing's been confirmed yet. It's all speculation so take it in with a pinch of salt. But here's what we know so far and if you do enjoy this little bit of reckless speculation then a like and subscribe will be lovely. So as this year, there will be 4 new phones, and let's start with the 2 Pro models, as they're likely to get the lion's share of the upgrades this year. And first up, thinner bezels. We're expecting the new iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max to have around 30% thinner bezels around the edge of the screen, down from 2.2mm on the Pro 14 to just one5 which would make it the thinnest bezels on any smartphone ever. And apparently apple will use the same over molding technique that they used with the recent apple watches on the iphone so they can shrink the bezels and then we definitely appreciate that particularly with the 6.7 inch pro max it is a big phone and if they can shrink the bezels a little bit make the overall footprint a little bit smaller particularly on the width and we definitely appreciate that so they're most likely going to stick with the same 6.1 and 6.7 inch screen sizes just with a slightly smaller footprint Sticking with the Pro and Pro Max, Apple's also rumored to switch out this stainless steel material for the band, the framer on the edge of the phone, to titanium on the new 15 series of both the Pro and Pro Max, whereas the uh, standard iPhone 15s will still be aluminium like the co-models. But the idea is using titanium like we see on the Apple Watch Ultra should be more durable, a little bit lighter, and also hopefully a bit less fingerprinty. Okay, finally, USB-C. No more lightning cables, we think, and that's, I think, largely down to the EU regulations kind of forcing Apple to do it. But the idea is we're no longer gonna have lightning ports on the iPhone 15 series across the board for the regular ones and the pros, which is great because pretty much every other device, well, every other device in the world does support USB-C, so no longer it will be one charger for iPhones and one charger for everything else. And of course, MacBooks and iPads already support USB-C. The downside? is you're gonna have player to buy new charges and also new accessories. I brought my very fancy Tech Chat branded AirPod Pro 2s here, and of course these still use lightning. So until Apple uh, refresh all their devices and all their accessories to USB-C, we may basically have a bit of a transition here where you'll still have to bring a lightning cable, even if the new 15s are USB-C. It's hard to know if we will get faster wired transfer speeds and charging. Although those attempts the pros will get USB-C 3.2, Possibly with Thunderbolt 3 or 4 speeds, but we'll have to wait and see next up new chips and the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max are Expected to have Apple's brand new a 17 bionic chip Which is built on a 3 nanometer architecture a little bit smaller than the 4 nanometer in the a 16 Which we'll still have in the regular 15 and 15 plus so just like the current 14s The regular non-pro phones will basically get last year's chip in them, which is still an upgrade, but a generation behind the Pro models. The problem is these chips are already so incredibly capable that we don't really see that much difference in performance year on year, so I'm hoping the new chip can unlock some new camera features and perhaps also improve the efficiency and save us some battery. Plus there were also rumors around extra RAM as well. I'm also expecting Apple to add Wi-Fi 6E support finally and perhaps even a UWB or Ultra Wideband chip for faster and more accurate connections. Let's talk about these cameras, and the rumor is that the primary lens will have a better upgrade in terms of the aperture. From F1.8 on the current 14 Pros down to F1.7, which is not a huge upgrade, but it will allow more light to be let in and hopefully reduce noise and give us a slightly better low light performance. But nothing significantly different there. Still with the same 48 megapixel main lens, which of course was upgraded from the 13's 12 megapixel camera, and still a triple lens setup for the Pros, a bit more exciting than a wider aperture, though, is that the rumored 15 Pro Max will exclusively get a new periscope telephoto lens, giving us either a 5 or 6 times optical, up from the current 3 times. because I guess my biggest issue with the iPhone's camera at the moment is the longer range zoom isn't as good as some of its rivals, particularly the Galaxy S23 Ultra, so a long range zoom would be great. The problem is, though, it's rumored that it will only be coming to the Pro Max, which is a bit of a shame, and the regular Pro will miss out on that, and also, I hope it isn't just a straight Switch out from the current three times telephoto because I really like that focal length for taking portraits. If it just goes to a one times ultra wide and then a five or six times, we miss that kind of middle ground. I think that would be a shame. So, my hope would be that they simply add a fourth lens like we have on here, but I suspect we will stick with three and they'll just use various cropping and AI to give us the self zooms up to that five or six times point. Apple may also add a more power efficient LIDAR sensor, although, am I the only one who uses this just for the measuring app? So on paper, these camera hardware upgrades don't seem particularly significant, slutty wider aperture, a longer range zoom on a top spec model. But I think what we saw with the recent Fold 5 and Flip 5 from Samsung is even though that camera hardware was pretty much unchanged from last year's models, what we did see was the improvement with the ISP in their new chip. Uh, So, you know, improved processing, dynamic range and detail and all that good stuff. I think we have to see what Apple's magic can do in terms of the software and the processing. Then we have the Dynamic Island, and this year it's expected all iPhone 15s, including the regular 15 and 15 Plus, will have this Dynamic Island notch around the selfie, which is currently only on the 14 Pros. Now, some people don't like it, especially as it does take up more screen space than the older notch. But as more apps have started using it, everything from your boarding gate for flights, Uber, your audio waveforms, it's functional, it looks interesting, I really like it. And perhaps for some people who don't care quite as much about the chip, or the RAM, or the camera megapixels, and more about appearing to have the latest iPhone, that might be a nice aesthetic reason for them to upgrade. So that's the main stuff, but a couple of extras, including new colors. It will not be a new iPhone launch without new colors, and the rumor is that the Pro Series will have a new dark blue kind of color, and the regular 15 and 15 Plus will have a light blue, and also maybe a pink model, It has also been rumored that Apple may actually replace these physical buttons with haptic, solid state buttons and also an action button to replace this mute switch. That said, it looks like the haptic volume buttons may have been delayed, but it looks like the new action button may still make it onto the 15. And I would actually be pretty excited about this. You could use it as a shortcut for the camera or shutter button to launch a particular app. It could even be made context sensitive, so its function changes depending on the app. Either way, the extra usability this provides could turn out to be one of 15's standout features. But it's not all good news, the rumor is Apple will be increasing the prices of the new iPhones. The regular models may stay the same, the Pro and Pro Max may go up between one and £200, which would definitely be disappointing, and of course Apple have acknowledged that fewer people are buying iPhones. It may be a tougher sell to upgrade this year. The other problem is it sounds like the regular 15 and 15 Plus will still have a 60Hz refresh rate, not this 120Hz ProMotion, which is really annoying because a high-end phone that costs six seven eight hundred pounds in 2023 should not have a 60 hertz display high refresh is not a pro feature so i'm hoping that's not true but it does look like it's gonna be the case now speaking of which we don't know everything of course this is all speculation and there are a few things that i hope we do also see that we don't know yet like an improved battery because actually the 14 pro max that i have here which i've been using every day The battery doesn't last as long as my 13 Pro Max. The difference isn't that significant, but actually combined with the fact that after 10 months of use, the battery health on this has gone down from 100 to 91%. I hope we do see a bit of an improvement in the battery, I'd also love to see faster charging because again 25 watts just feels a bit slow in 2023 although we do also need to give Samsung this memo as well. And finally I'm hoping iOS 17 which will ship on these new iPhone 15s will be a little bit smoother and less buggy than last year. To be fair it has got better but initially when this launched and over the few months with the 14 series and iOS 16. I definitely did experience a few bugs with this. I think a lot of you guys did as well. So I'm hoping the new software with the new phones will be a smoother experience. But what do you think? Would you be tempted to buy a 15 or 15 Pro based on the room and upgrades so far or not? Let me know what you make of it in the comments below. And also make sure you do hit that subscribe button because I will of course bring you my first impressions, full reviews and tons of comparisons when these do launch in the second half of September. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for watching guys. I'll see you next time right here.